0: Hi, Evie.
1: How are you?
0: Oh I'm great.
1: Cheers.
0: Cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers to the queers. Cheers. Oh my god that is disgusting. Oh
0: god. The ice cream is not bad. Have you bad just cream. the ice cream?
1: Yeah but that ginger beer just makes it taste medicinal.
0: Yeah cream oh, not bad.
1: Folks just okay. so you know You cannot next level a Boston cooler with ginger beer.
0: Yeah. Um, We really tried to, well, we wanted to like treat ourselves and have like, we were talking about Boston coolers last week and make one. And yeah, like Evie said, we were trying to next level it with ginger beer. Uh, It turns out that ginger beer and ice cream is terrible together.
1: terrible
0: mix. It almost tastes like if you could imagine what penicillin would taste like. If you were just, like, tasting it, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so medicinal and weird. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah.
1: This, this is not
0: good. Burns a little.
1: Wow. Okay. Anyway, hi, how Hi.
0: Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. We have had some technical difficulties for the last 35 minutes, oh, so I'm God. very frustrated. Uh, I don't know if any of you folks out there – well, I mean, everybody has technology in their life now, I think yeah. it's fair to say um, – You know, and so, and that can be anything. Oh, my God, like, trying to, like, help your parent set up Wi-Fi or something. Oh, my God. I
1: I, I, I can't, my mom's whole system is just, like, a jumble of wires. And, like, I don't even know if she uses half of the equipment that she's got there on the thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's, like, and she doesn't want to touch any of it because she doesn't know what any of it goes to. So trying to fix anything there is a
0: channel Yeah, I mean, that's, well, even my mom just trying to get her to put a password in for a channel. Wow. <laughs> like, I have to go over to her house to put a channel on, and I'm like, all you do is just click it, and then put the password in. I have to go over there. Well, anyway, so we've been dealing with this for a little while here, and um I, I don't even know that we've dealt with it.
1: Uh, we put- we just decided to
0: well I mean I'm just hoping this sounds good um hoping
1: you can hear both of us
0: yes uh if not sorry <laughs> I don't know what else to do we have done we have done everything we I mean, can we, we are
1: have... sound engineers and everything but you know even
0: sometimes <laughs> we have pushed every button that we could push um t- turned every knob <laughs> no but really uh it is just we're dealing with this um what is that called that thingy equalizer thing and it's,
1: it's the technical term is thingy
0: in in one of the things
1: with knobs and switches
0: one of the things won't go into the one little holes and yeah. it's just it's very frustrating it really is very yes frustrating. um how okay. week? uh my week was pretty quiet i'm staying at my mom's house you know as always i'm always staying somewhere but um she moved my grandma to kentucky and so i've been staying there with the dogs and I don't know. It's just really nice up there. Spending time with my nephew and going to the lake. Yeah, quiet. Um, I did watch American Horror Story finally. Uh, Finally. And I watched. Which one? Cult. All of them. Okay, just cult. No, my niece was like, "You have to watch it. It's my favorite one." I watched it. it. So good. Oh my God. Witches
1: is my favorite
0: season? Okay, that's the one. Well, so Mm -hmm. I I want to start from the whole. I want to watch the whole series. I think you should. But cult was so good.
1: like the later seasons, like bring back other characters from other like seasons. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you'll see. Yeah,
0: it's, it's cool like that. I did watch w- season one and season two a long time ago. Um, but I think I want to rewatch. So yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend. It. Yeah, it was fun. um Perfect time of year too. Mm-hmm. I mean- yeah, cult was like I can't believe how good it was. They did such a good job with like, and I'm I'm sorry, but Evan Peters is fucking amazing. Oh my
1: god. I so much. I, the
0: way he he's
1: so good
0: the way he did like in the later part of the series when he was doing like all the different um you know cult leaders oh my god even jim jones like everybody he yeah. did such a good job yeah, it, yeah
1: i think there's a lot of talent in that show a
0: mm-hmm. lot and i love allison pill too i like her in everything she's in she's she was ivy his, um sarah paulson's wife oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah i like her um and sarah paulson is fantastic and i mean just everybody in the show is great everybody's great That was like, I was, it was so fun. I know. I mean, I haven't watched something that I was like that into in a long time. Where, you know, where you're like, one more episode, one more episode. And I was, uh, it was, yeah. Just so you know, there is a new
1: season of Pen 15 out.
0: Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Let's stop right now and watch it. (laughs) No, is it really? (laughs) Is it really? The third season? Yeah. (sighs) That's like my favorite. If you guys are watching Pen 15, stop what? Stop. No, don't stop. Listen to us and then watch it. Um, Awesome. So how was your week?
1: My week was good. Um, God, I know I had a story to share at the top of the episode, and now (laughs) I can't remember it. I remember saying, too, I'm totally going to say this on the podcast because so-and-so that I was having a conversation with... And uh-huh. I was completely baffled.
0: Well, let's okay. We're putting this. We're putting this out in the ethos that, like, if you want to talk about it at any point and it comes up, you can just be like, "Stop what we're saying and tell the story."
1: Okay, cool. But otherwise, my week was good. I mean, we did the. Yeah, well, I saw you at first Wednesday because I actually went out.
0: I, that was wild. Wednesday, yeah, yeah.
1: And I got to finally meet your roommates, which was awesome. Yeah, so, they're like, good girls. To, put to names, it was so cool. And I mean, I had a really good time that night. That night was fun. Yeah. Although it was really funny because, like, the thing that kept coming up was all these these younger women kept coming over and telling me how beautiful my hair was mm-hmm. because it's red. And I was like, is is this odd in your world? I just it
0: was it
1: was just kind of.
0: Yeah, but your hair was like siren red that night. The way you did it too, it looked like it was really it was really red. It's just weird. A weird
1: compliment to keep getting do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah I mean it, it looked good though <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not complaining at all. yeah it's no I, kind I get of it a strange, like,
0: no. yeah so I'm not yeah uh no first Wednesday was really fun uh my biggest thing was like I said I'm staying at my mom's house and that's a 45 minute drive and I have a freaking tail light out which I can change but it's a short so I need to take it into a place, and I'm like, and I just didn't want to like get any mix it driving and like I obviously yeah. not drinking, but like driving and just getting pulled over and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, the whole night I kept thinking like I should probably just go. I should probably just go. Which just oh, yeah. it sucks to be yeah, like that. But
1: I only saw you
0: for a little bit. Like, yeah, it's that's a long drive, and I mean I'm not, I don't stay. I'm not as good as the like to stay out to the two in the morning oh, anywhere. God, yeah. yeah, so like eleven, and I'm like bye. <laughs> I'm hungry, I need food and go to bed. So but it was a good week. Yeah. yeah. Good week. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, mm. actually speaking of that first Wednesday though, I just want to say thank you for everybody who came out and I, everything because um they ended up raising about forty it was like forty three hundred dollars. Really? To go towards pride. Yeah. Please. And um good job Ro. Yeah. And um yeah, so I, I think Ro did a great job. Julia music did a great job. Jess I know helped. Um oh well
1: yeah okay so everybody was kind of hilarious. Um, because Roe is very, you know, Ro is in charge and Roe is like particular about where she wants everything. And at some point I was having flashbacks to uh my cousin's wedding where like my aunt and my mom and my sister and I were doing the decorations for it. And at some point my aunt had these glass, long glass like columns that some orchids and some uh glass beads and water were gonna go into, right? Well, in order to touch the glass vases, we had to wear gloves. And then she had a tape measure out and was like making sure everything was perfectly centered. So every time my mom and my sister would like touch, and the thing was, is she was centering everything before we were putting things inside. So we knew that we weren't putting it back in the exact center that my aunt had (laughs) (laughs) measured out. So we just kept coming over to each other and being like, don't tell Jet, but I just touched a glass column without my glove on, <laughs> you know, or don't tell Jet that yeah. it's not in the center. And I had flashes of that when we were setting up for, uh, was
0: that- for the fundraiser. <laughs> it was intense. Yeah, it was very
1: intense, but that's I mean, so she funny. did a great
0: job. So. I mean, she did a great job. It. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, all right. So shall we get to topic? Evie. Nicole. I know that you're not really that into the idea of getting married, right? Right. Quick question, though. Okay. If you were to get married, Uh would you have your bachelorette party at a straight bar? At the straightest of straight bars? Like, um, let's think of a straight, straight, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be like a sports bar. Fifth Avenue?
1: I don't even know what that is. In Royal
0: Oak. It's, it's, or Tools. It's just one of those places like any night O-Tools there's a bar. Not- sounds <laughs> like a
1: tool's joint. <laughs>
0: um, the reason I'm asking is because there is a huge trend right now with bachelorette parties for straight people at gay bars. Yeah,
1: I've noticed that.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. and Let's get into it. Okay. I have some feelings on this. Um, Well, lately I've noticed a lot of talk about, um, Basically what it boils down to is straight girls and straight guys too, but it's, it's a lot more straight girls yeah. um, at gay bars yeah. and, and what that means, what that does, how people feel about it. And the reason um, I noticed this is uh, again on TikTok. um This girl posted a video that basically said, she basically said, I'm so sick of going to lesbian bars. And, or she said, basically said I went to a lesbian bar the other night and I had conversations with a ton of women and about, like four of them mentioned that they were straight. She's like, out of the 10 women, four of them mentioned that they were straight. Yeah. And she's like, and that's fine, she's like, but it's really frustrating. Apparently there are only 22 lesbian bars left in the United right. States. And she's like, and there's probably only, you know, 50 people at this bar and then they're only talking to 10 people. And that percentage of the women are straight. She's yeah. like, and so she kind of broke this down in numbers and it was funny, it was like a funny video, whatever. But it, there were probably 10,000 comments. Yeah. And there was a lot of discussion like in the thread. Some of some, you know, some people were like, Yeah, like completely agree. Like it's just it's over like it's it's annoying at this point. Like I, you know, anytime I go to a gay bar, it's filled with straight girls. Sometimes they're boyfriends, right? You know, sometimes they'll there's like homophobic comments and stuff, most of the time not. Right. Um, and then other people were saying, like, no, straight women deserve a safe space too, and they feel safer there. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that tonight and what maybe you thought and what, I don't know.
1: Interesting, the idea that straight women deserve a safe space and so they're gonna co-opt a safe space (laughs) of another marginalized community to do that. I think that's just kind of a twisted logic personally. Okay. Um, But also I think, Probably what irritates me more than anything else is the idea that now going to a queer bar, people might actually think that I'm straight. Oh, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I do you know, not want to be perceived as straight. No, could you imagine? <laughs> really? Um, it's a, that would be embarrassing.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll get into the discussions um, all around uh, down, you know, below this video later because there's some they brought up some interesting topics. But I'll just start by saying that I noticed, you know, I go to Soho every once in a while. Soho is like kind of our local gay bar. Yeah. And on the weekends, it is packed. And it's packed with straight girls. Now, I know that seems like an assumption, but I've talked to a lot of people there. Yeah. And I've just met a lot of straight girls yeah. there. Some of them come in with their gay best friends. Some of them just come in with another girlfriend, like just a straight, and then some of them come in fucking bachelorette parties. right? And it is this trend that they're straight women are coming into gay bars and bachelorette parties. And it's just, to me, it seems almost like, like, do you remember the show Will and Grace? Oh, yeah. I remember reading this article about how um, unthreatening they made Will in that show. Yeah. You know, almost like a character of a gay man. Well, especially his... Who's the... Jack. Jack, And not Will wasn't as much... You know, he didn't really play into those stereotypes as much, but still very unthreatening. Like, just right. very... You know, and the show was more about kind of the straight relationships around that yes. and stuff. And to me, it makes... It kind of feels like the straight people are treating us like, like Will and Grace, like kind of a character or like a a show to watch. You know what I mean? Like it's not they're not really being there and they're not involved in the community. But it's kind of like oh, like you know. And first things first, a lot of straight women don't talk to lesbians as much as they do to gay men, anyway. Right. And so that, but they just you know they just kind of want to like they want like their their will or their Jack or their, you know. And so they kind of t- treat it as like the show or like characters of people. It's, instead of actually going there, understanding the place and, and knowing any history about gay bars, you know, at all and why they exist. Right. And the importance behind it. And, and like I said, back to that like video, I noticed a lot of those comments like people don't recognize that at all. They right. Well,
1: I think the other thing, too, that I think is interesting in terms of the whole safe space argument is that like I mean, queer bars, gay bars, in terms of like our community, have been, yeah, safe spaces. Not always, really. I mean, when you look at the history of gay bars, they weren't really very safe. No, they were unsafe spaces. <laughs> they, but- they were unsafe spaces. where yeah, um, but also like once you know, at, you know, post Stonewall and stuff. You know, I mean, like they kind of. Bars became sort of community organizing spaces, sure. you know what I'm saying? So it's not just a culture of community, it's a culture of like building community, you know what I'm saying, inside these bars. And I think that like that, that definitely gets lost in the just looking at it as a safe space.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I mean too. Like, there's no, there's no sense of community, you know, for the most part, with like straight people coming into these bars. They're they're not even understanding it in a sense of community. Right, as a bar, and also as like kind of a. I mean, I'm sure there is the exception of, like, people who actually just really enjoy the atmosphere and the bar itself. Sure. But a lot of them are coming in is like, it's like a show. Right. Like, it's like a show. Like, they're like, you know, oh, like, go to the gay bar. Like, yeah, let's go
1: to the gay bar and see, you know. The some, gays. Yeah, yeah. Let's see the gays. <laughs> let's see I the mean. gays in their natural habitat.
0: That's, that's why it's, like, it's offensive in that way. Now, I mean, obviously, t- when you're speaking to people, I'm not going to – It's not going to offend me to meet somebody who's straight at the gay bar, right? Like, it's just overall, like, my sister goes with me. Like, it's not. But, you know, that's talking to, like, specific people overall as, like, straights at the gay bar is kind of offensive. And it just, it gets so. Yeah, I
1: see what you're saying. Like, the distinction between, you know, going with somebody who is queer in Mm -hmm. your life to, you know, enjoy your time together or whatever versus just. Showing up at a gay bar when you're not gay.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it's to
1: look at the gays in their natural habitat. It's,
0: <laughs> I, and I say like, I mean, I guess it did happen. I'm trying to think of other examples. Like, um, excuse me, uh, Pronto. I would always, you know, I think Pronto was actually there would be some straight girls there, but Pronto was was a little different, more more gay people. Um, you know, and you'd think like being a Royal Oak bar that it would have a lot like more straight people there at all but I feel pronto did a pretty good job at like kind of really claiming that like just the gay bar yeah that's well I mean
1: I I think the thing that that kind of keeps kind of going through my head is this idea that like yeah the gay bars are becoming like dinosaurs they're going extinct I mean Mm -hmm. lesbian bars gay bars like whatever they're being you know closed down in favor of this is an everybody bar, yeah. right? So it's like we're already seeing the spaces where we can go to, like find community, build community, um, and meet somebody. Yeah, you know that that we have a potential with. Yeah, um, those are becoming less and less. You know prevalent. So like when straight people kind of come in and take over (laughs) when you've got all the fucking bars to begin with, it really does seem like even shittier. You know what I mean? Like really stepping on a marginalized community for your pleasure.
0: Yes. Well that's so what I was saying with Pronto is that so like they used to do a really good job with that. Well what what's what's happened now is the exact like it is just exact example of like what's happening everywhere. Now Pronto essentially is closed down. And I don't know if it's a new owner or somebody, but they bought the, the, in the same building, the, the space next door and they turned it into Drag Queen Bingo. Yeah. Which is the most heterosexual. Yeah. Like homosexual event of all time. (laughs) So they took our space. They took Pronto, this old like cool like gay video bar. And, and it was a restaurant too, but it used to be really like, I mean, really gay centered, right? Yeah. And then turned it into a fucking like a literal bachelorette party, which is drag queen bingo, which is like, <laughs> sure, I'm sure it's fun, but it is mimosas and drag queens. It is the straightest gay thing on the face. Of it the really planet. is, yeah.
1: So I mean, and don't get me wrong, I love some drag drag queen bingo.
0: Yeah. And so I was, you know, I like I said, I used to be pretty impressed that like Pronto really held on to that like the, that gay identity, but now I'm wondering. So now we have we go over to Ferndale, which is more the, the gayer of the two between Royal Oak and Ferndale. Right. These are two little neighborhoods outside of Metro um, Detroit that are just kind of like queer, queer friendly neighborhoods. Well, Ferndale has this great little, little bar Right in the middle of downtown, called Soho, and it's just—I don't know—I don't know what's happening, but they bought the space next door, and now it's two fifteen, which is awesome. They have events, and I'm assuming they'll stay uh, like hang on to the gay identity. But I swear to God, if I see a fucking drag queen bingo go there, I'm gonna riot because it's they're they're literally. I mean, Soho is like like I said, I go there pretty often on the weekends. You know, I'll stop in there. I have a lot of friends that go and. At this point now, I'd say that if I see a girl there, I just assume she's straight.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, and that's that yeah. bothers me because of my own personal identity issues, yeah. right? Like, I don't
0: want to be confused for straight. Yeah. Well, there's just so there's so many of them are, and then it's like, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just one of those things where it's like, we'll go home. Yeah. <laughs> just Go home. Go. There's every if you if you poke your head outside and your head to the left, your head to the right. There's 10 bars on each side.
1: Absolutely. And dancing at a couple of them. Yes. So yes. you don't even need the 215 for dancing if you're straight. Exactly. Like, you can go to the other place, that cricket place. Yes. What's oh, that no. one? Um, whatever.
0: Or grasshopper. The, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Or the orchid. Orchid, or, yeah. Because right.
1: that used to be a queer place as well, but it got taken over as
0: well. So it's you yep. know <laughs> we don't have any left. Like that's why i appreciate some of the gay bars in detroit um there's a few bars that have just stood the test of time like speckled in and through the city like menjos and um ggs and then there's some like um i don't know i think i think adam's apple is still there but these are like yes it is you have to go to these and i mean sure there are still straight people that go but it's a lot different. I mean, it's just a different vibe, you know, like it's more like it's gay. It's not like gay. Yeah. Like,
1: hi, gay. It's not gay light. It's it's unapologetically. Yeah. That's
0: perfect. I'm wearing, I'm
1: wearing my assless chaps
0: tonight. Yeah. I love GGs. Yeah. I went there probably three or four years ago. Their Monday nights used to be so fun. They have drag shows downstairs and then upstairs with dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go there tonight. Just kidding. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, though. With um, we're talking about like the every person bar. Um, I lived in Boston for a long time, and it was a pretty, you know, it's a really progressive city, and not to mention it's a huge college town. Um, and a lot of the bars there were like even the gay bars. It was so mixed, and I wonder too if that's why I notice it more. Like. It's weird Boston was different though I will say that was different like I lived in LA and there were Gay bars but you also had West Hollywood In LA so you had a really gay area And Right which there were definitely straight people But there were so many more gay people right, right? But Boston was just like a, a m- Like A mix and match A hodgepodge of just every kind of person At every bar yeah um there Was uh gay bars Um. Uh, well there was one actually just one gay bar That I can think of um And the rest were just, you know, just kind of all over the place. But in the Midwest, it's definitely a little bit more cut and dry, like gay bar, straight bar, you know? And I mean, I wonder if that, like, since, you know, it's just because, you know, people are being more, like, hate even saying this accepting because that just sounds like we need to be accepted but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah I know this whole attitude is changing towards it then you know maybe that this is all just a good sign of like I understand that and I think I I hear that argument like all the time really
1: and 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 appreciate it but at the same time it's still I think that even but we're not first of all we're not there yet right We're, we're just not there no but also, I think that there is something valuable about having spaces for, you know, with like identities to have, you know, that kind of support. Absolutely. You know, within within your own community versus the community at large. You know, I mean, like it is I love the idea of living in a post homophobic, transphobic, biophobic world, you know, like that would be amazing. Yeah. But even when we are post those phobias, if we ever get there, which I don't have any faith in humanity that we will, yeah. Um, even if we did evolve to that place, right? Like there would still be value in a group of queer people getting together and sharing their queer experience. Yeah. No, you know I, what I'm
0: saying? I, I mean, I 100% agree with you. Um, and- even in Boston, that was actually probably no. Let me. There was actually probably three or three gay bars, but in this city size of Boston, that's not a lot. But even in Boston, um, that was just a general consensus because I talked to people about it. Where I was yeah. like, where is where is the community here? Like, I get there are certain neighborhoods and stuff like that, and and everybody was like, oh, it's just all mixed in. Everybody's you know, everybody's everybody here, and it was kind of like, well, no, there's still like a there's got to be a pocket. There's a need for the like. There's something so like precious about space with your you know with with, absolutely not like-minded people but yeah like sharing similar live experiences yeah I mean like I personally experiences
1: I do love living in like a very queer centered Mm -hmm. city like I do but um you know I think that's another thing though I mean like I think city cities do have a lot more access to you know resources period like if you live in a city you've got access to community centers and bars and things that like if you live in a more rural or small town like that's when like those kinds of places become even more valuable yeah do you know what I'm saying
0: yeah you know I think we're kind of in the middle here yes I do think Ferndale is very queer friendly and we live near Detroit which is a huge city but also, I think that there's so much value in these gay spaces because we're in the Midwest and we're still in a very, like, I mean, it's still a pretty, it's kind of a Republican sort of, I mean, we're in a pocket, little blue pocket, very small pocket, but yeah. like right outside of it is, is. You know, not just rural, but like red, really red, really red, really so MAGA. These areas, like these bars, are still important to us, and and I feel like a lot of straight people lose sight of that because they do see like, oh, you have Ferndale, you're this, you're that. Yeah, sure, we do have one street, <laughs> and not even the whole street because y'all took the bar that whatever that one is that's not working. Yeah, you know? like we have like a block is a block yeah yeah so i guess we do um i remember and i'll have to show you this video one of the comments was like you guys are trying to take everything for yourself yeah and this no no this girl was talking she was arguing with this lesbian about because she's like you know women deserve to be in safe spaces if i want to go to a gay bar i'm gonna go and she's like you guys just want everything for yourself and this girl was like bitch we don't even have rights like we (laughs) just we are with the bare minimum we are we're like the argument was so silly and i mean obviously like a, a hundred people had a better response to that one person Yeah. the so most people but i will say that i would say it's about 30 35 percent of the people were like no everybody should be able to go everywhere and i mean no let's be fair this isn't you shouldn't you can't go there if you have a reason to go there if your friend works there if there's something it, nobody's gonna be like, "Don't be here." Although some people were suggesting that you guys have to wear badges, you know, <laughs> or straight bracelet. Oh that's hilarious. Like, not just messing around, but like, but nobody's gonna be like, "Don't be here." Nobody's gonna be rude. Well, but it's like it's a respect thing. Dennis, my my
1: friend Dennis always says, "The menace." Dennis,
0: I'm
1: his his mother's the, advice. The worst joke that I've ever made. Yeah, it, anyway, it was really kind of embarrassing. Yeah. That's why I was gonna glide over it. But if you want to point it out, <laughs> point it out.
0: It's fine. <laughs> Um, Sober jokes.
1: <laughs> he, uh, he's, he, his mom, one of his mom's pieces of advice to him when he was a kid was don't go where you're not wanted. And, you know, I mean, I think there is value in saying, you know, yeah, we should be able to go anywhere we want, but there's also places that we probably don't need to be going. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, for example, I definitely would not be going to, like, a MAGA rally or a KKK rally, right? Like, yeah, I definitely would not be wanted there. Yeah. And I also don't want to be there.
0: Yeah, no, for sure.
1: But it just kind of goes to this idea of, like, I feel like that's an entitlement and, like, a, a real sense of entitlement. Like, well, I should be able to go anywhere I want to.
0: Yeah. Why? Yeah, I mean, there's certain places, like, you know, that, like, it you can go, but just out of respect, you shouldn't. you know, and not that this is like it, yeah. no, you know what? actually, I'm gonna say this kid the gay bar can be a sacred place to people because of the history. If you are gonna go, if you're straight and you are gonna go at least learn a little bit about gay bars, why they started, how they started the the blood, sweat, and tears that went into like actually carving out gay spaces. I just don't I mean, like if you don't have gay friends, don't go to gay bars. That's what period. I mean. Yes. <laughs> That's, that's what I'm saying Like, like if you, And if
1: you have an entire fucking bachelorette party That you want to go
0: <laughs> don't. Go
1: go, go somewhere else I, I don't care I mean go to a
0: spa day If you want to party Go to yeah. a fucking I mean there are so, That is such a thing Now every single Saturday that I'm there There's a bachelorette party Now I don't want to say that these are all straight bachelorette parties Because there are I'm sure there are some queer You know like queer women that are getting married But for sure But but most of them are, yeah, because you can tell and you, what they're saying and who they're interacting yeah. with and the men and they and then and also to like I was gonna say to our men, <laughs> to our guys, <laughs> to our guys, leave our guys, leave alone. my men alone,
1: <laughs> dude, <laughs> leave my gays, leave
0: my men alone, keep no, your hands off my keep gaze. your hands off my men. Um, but no, the dudes like they don't want to be that either. You know, I I'm I'm glad that men are finally gay men are finally being like. Calling women out for the whole like the second They find out you're gay and they're like I want to be your best Friend yeah. I want to get best friend like oh my God you know he's a person Like not a character Not again it's total will and Grace thing yeah they're like they Stuck in that like idea of like Hi gay <laughs> Will you be my gay <laughs> Yes and I mean you know what Some dudes maybe they do like That and maybe they like that whole like Fetishizing thing I don't know but Like for the most part it that attitude is like so 90s and like stay away and yeah, yeah. um but yeah so that the the whole thing was like uh, again buzzwords the girl saying like we deserve a safe space too and this is a place where men you know won't bother us and what i like there got a, I, a couple things came to mind number one of course i would do anything so that women weren't harassed by men sure bottom line if you're ever in that situation obviously absolutely and if if there's trauma and you just have that experience with men you know whatever like yes but like I also think that that's just so telling and that's something that just needs to be examined in the the straight community
1: well I mean that's definitely like straight privilege right there like in black and white, right? I mean, it's very stark. It's the idea that we deserve safe space too. Yeah. Nobody's saying you don't. Yeah. But you taking over somebody else's safe space and making it yours, that's problematic. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, you're in a... – or just – I mean, that's just a problem. You know, I mean, when it really comes down to it, though, it sucks because like it, it – that is a bigger conversation with just men and the way that men are raised and that entitlement is straight men. Agree. Um, And yeah, it sucks. So I I do completely understand women wanting to go out and not having to deal with that for sure. And I don't, it's really kind of shitty for me to want to say like, um, fix your men. (laughs) Don't, don't let, don't fix your men, but don't just, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't know what to say. Just keep your hands off my
1: man. (laughs) God,
0: that sounds so- <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? Like uh, may- oh, change starts at the home ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, raise your little fucking boys, not be so entitled. You know, obviously this is such a problem that you're, you're r- afraid of men harassing you, you know, and, if there, if you're especially if you have a specific situation in a gay bar work, go to a gay bar. Nobody's gonna stop you. But like if you're going, if there is that sense of entitlement, or you just are always gonna go there because it's a safe space, but it's not your safe space. Right. Or act that, you know
1: That's not the purpose of it. It is yeah. not to cater to you and your feelings of safety and your emotional well-being that's not what it's there for
0: yeah we have carved out this little space for our emotional well-being because we had to because we were like not allowed to right you know and and men have just had the run of the land like fucking corral them get them together like fix i don't know your brothers your dad put put the effort into that you know like I don't even
1: know if I want to put the effort into that, though.
0: Same. Then, but <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying, though. <laughs> like, it's that's such a such a bigger problem that going to a gay bar is not going to fix. But what going to a gay bar is going to do is create a problem for us. Yeah, that we don't deserve. Right. Yeah. Say the fuck out. Agree. I and, don't want your bachelorette party at my gay oh bar. Oh my god! To keep your bachelorette parties at, like out of the gay bars, please.
1: No, in no. You gay- can you can go ahead and have drag queen bingo on Sunday mornings. That's, That's yours. You, you can guys, have it. <laughs>
0: you guys get that you. I am one
1: hundred percent have okay with- as many mimosas and drag queen bingos as you want.
0: Yes. A Tip. But Take Saturday care of them. night
1: is ours.
0: It's, <laughs> at the specific gay bars, it's ours. Yeah. One of the biggest problems with all of this too I think is that it really kind of is a breeding ground for that straight girls make out either with lesbians or with each other and sometimes for validation or sometimes for attention right and that is something that I feel like we've as queer women we've all dealt with oh yeah oh yeah the
1: yeah the 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 validation the uh the not the validation the other one that you said. attention attention yeah yes. that is the one that bugs the most bugs me the <laughs> most like
0: you know I've seen also um that's another thing I've noticed because so I have a, fr- a really good friend of mine and we go to Soho often and we talk about this she's always like oh, it is like her pet peeve right now that's going on with the amount of straight girls that go there, uh-huh. and so it, like when we go, we kind of just have that conversation. Now, like first Wednesday is a little different. We have a lesbian night, kind of designated lesbian night. I'm sure there are a couple straight women, but for the most part, that's like really like lesbianist. But I'm talking more just like an you know regular yeah. night there. Another thing I've started to notice, which is even worse, is that they're bringing their boyfriends, and and I I I like it's so. And I don't want to say that they're always straight because they could definitely be bi. Right. But, and I'm certainly not going to use the word triggering because that's really dramatic. But seeing straight people make out at Soho is disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's disgusting. And it's... It it's makes, not
1: even that they're straight. It's it's the act of being straight, right? It's, yes, the, it's yes. the actions of the kissing of two. And they
0: do... Like, I, there's a specific couple I'm thinking of that I was like... Politician thing. A specific couple I'm thinking of from a few weeks ago.
1: She was shaking her fist. I
0: was. She was my like, thumb out. Yeah. And my friend and I were sitting at a table and just chatting, and she was like, and like pointed out, and they were making out at the pool table, like in the corner. And I was like, get the fuck out. I didn't say it, but I wanted to walk up to him, be like, grab them by their collars, and be like, get the fuck out, get out of here. Yes.
1: Okay. So back in Kalamazoo at the Metro, the one, the Everybody Bar. Yeah. One of the things that my sister and I noticed happening a lot would be couples coming Mm -hmm. in. But they were couples searching for that girl girl, that they could take home.
0: Oh, boy. So that's
1: another phenom, right? And which, I mean, I guess, where else are you going to do that but at a queer bar?
0: The back of a newspaper where you blog. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) tinder in the back of the news that was helpful for you once right shut the fuck up i did not pick anybody up i got picked up but do not pick anybody up. Um, air my dirty laundry oh you've aired it before i know it's i'm white. just kidding um i do remember that that being a really big thing at the rainbow room yeah that i miss the rainbow room and stilettos god that's the thing so lesbian bars another thing i wanted to bring up lesbian bars don't have that as much, you know, like they do have straight people going in, but I don't know that it's it, it It was never a big thing at like Stilettos or Rainbow Room. Nobody, no straight girls went. Yeah. I mean, obviously there'd be a few here and there, but it was nothing like Soho or something, you know. Well,
1: no, those were those would be like straight. People yeah. with their queer friends and you know, appropriately yeah. straight people.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And um, and so that yeah, I'd like to point out too that the girl who posted the original video was at a lesbian bar in Portland. Okay. And so that was another reason why she was like, Why are five of the ten girls I talked to that night straight? Yeah. Like, get out of here. Yeah. So maybe if there were lesbian bars in Michigan now, maybe they'd be going because they like to co op every fucking space. Yeah. Um there is a lesbian bar. I found out one of my old favorite ones that used to be, I used to live in Columbus, Ohio um, and it's down there and it's still open. And so much of me wants to go and take like a two or three day weekend there and just go a couple nights. Cause it was so fun. Oh
1: yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. The last gay bar in, Uh, My hometown in Ohio just closed down recently.
0: Bummer. I know. Lima Heights.
1: Lima Heights no longer has a gay bar. That sucks. It really does. Um,
0: And then then in that way too, like how do you say don't let anybody in? Because these gay bars are closing down. I I get their Like as a business owner, I'm not. But if I were a business owner, it would be really hard to be like, no. Because you need you need my my old my old yeah. GM used to we used to have these discussions because he lived in Boston. My old GM of this restaurant, and we would talk about stuff. And he's like, "You don't understand as a but as a business owner, you need butts and seats, and that's what they call them—just numbers. You yeah. need people in. You need people in all the time. It doesn't matter what kind of people. Oh, it doesn't matter what kind of people. Like what doesn't matter. Like what you don't have that luxury to be like. Yeah. And so I get it. Like yeah, nothing, I do too.
1: I get it from a business owner's perspective yeah, for sure. It's like the
0: the people at soho can do but also- but from
1: a queer person perspective i again just don't want the bachelorette parties no, happening no. and and honestly i mean i do get a little skeeved out by the dudes with their girlfriends looking 100%. for
0: well no I mean, a lady
1: love for the night too i mean
0: Yes, yes, but I'm t- even just like girl, like people who will go. I don't know why people will go to Soho to play pool. There's one pool table, it's in the most like the worst location of the whole bar. But they that these two couples, there were two couples, two straight couples playing pool, and they were young, and I don't think they were looking for anybody. I think they were just straight people being there like pool, and it was like get out of here. I told them to grab my both their collars and be like get out of here. Yeah, but and they then they made out. Like no, this is. Oh, no, no, no. No.
1: No. Well, yeah, and I I guess that's why I do like having our own space, right? Yeah. So that, you know, I don't I don't need to worry about
0: some straight dude coming over and trying to get with me and his girlfriend. Although I will say that some random ass trade dudes do always find their way to these bars and still fucking talk to you. It's amazing. It's so
1: gross. Go away. Go away. I don't want a dude. That's why I'm here. And uh the bachelorette.
0: Oh, get the worst. The worst. And there, it's it is a thing right now. This is now. not it's your safe
1: space. It's huge this thing. This is not your safe space.
0: Folks, listen up, don't do it. Um yeah, it, don't I, I I I kind of love the idea of like supporting businesses and stuff like that. If you if you really want to support the business, first of all, get involved. Second of all, donate. You know, third of all, like learn about the space, understand why we talk about this place as like a sacred space. Understand like do a little research and understand why it's an important space. Yes. It's not it's not just a bar, it's not just being dramatic. It was carved out. It yes. was carved out with blood, sweat, and tears like it's they're important spaces. So Folks, take some time, do a little research. Don't don't disrespect it. If you if you're gay and you have a bachelorette party, there, fine, that's great. Spend Absolutely. your money in our spaces, you know. But like, and don't fetishize gay people. Don't make them like characters or like you don't need a will to your grace. Get out of here or a
1: Jack. That's your right. Karen. I mean, you can fetishize your significant other if you so desire. Yeah. I, I mean, if that's what you're into. Just don't do it at the gay bar. Just don't do it. at the Well, I mean, you can do that at the gay bar. If you're gay.
0: Or bad. If you're gay. Or bi. Or pan. If you're or, queer. If you're queer. If yeah. you're in
1: the queer community in one shape or form. Yeah.
0: And always feel free to visit um with your local queer.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, if you want to come to the gay bars as a straight person, which I don't think we have any straight listeners, so I don't know who I'm saying this message to. We don't know that. Our just Australia- putting it out into the universe, I guess. And that is, you have to pay tithe. Yeah. Like you have to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that.
1: You need to, you know, somehow give back to the queer community. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And that's not just a cover charge. We and don't co- charge not cover. cover
1: charge. I'm not talking about buying drinks at the bar. I'm talking about beyond the bar. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> All right. Should we get to crushes? Yes, Saint Nicole. Let's do that. All right crush Nicole
0: Evie
1: you're crushing you're crushing it this week you're crushing it every week who you crushing
0: this week uh this week my crush is going to be Ryan Murphy okay yeah um But he, he's, he's, I don't know, but he's fucking brilliant when it comes to shows. I mean, American Horror Story blew me away, but also like the politician Mm -hmm. was great. Hollywood, Glee, I don't care. I Lime (laughs) Heights, baby. I know Glee. Um,
1: didn't he do? He did Ratchet too. Did you see Ratchet? I didn't see Ratchet. It was
0: good. Didn't he do um the uh Johnny Versace? mini series murder one oh my god I haven't seen With that though. Darren Chris Yeah I've sure heard that's so really good though. So good and Penelope Cruz is Donatella Versace and she does I it's it's worth it to just see that. She does an incredible job. So he has his hand in everything that's just like really fucking queer and great and I just I don't yeah. know. I think he's um arguably one of the most talented humans in the world. And- yeah
1: and well I mean the images that he puts out are just really I mean like beautiful. I mean the I know. cinematography and I mean the color schemes that he chooses and the, like he really nails it. That's, I mean it, yes, it adds are. the
0: atmosphere
1: to yep. every scene. It's so good. That's
0: that's what I'm immediately thinking of when I think of all those shows is like how colorful they are and like I just I don't know. I think it's he's just brilliant. They're very
1: styled, stylized and yes and perfectly stylized. The politicians was so good. You yes. watched that right? I loved yes.
0: it all yeah. of it. So all of, I mean he's just he's in Hollywood was so good. He's so good. Yeah. Um I kind of wish remember when I was telling you about that book that I read last week uh Evelyn Hugo? Yes. I I really wish that he was going to make like bring the story because I feel like he'd just do an amazing job like a mini series of like her like life and god.
1: Well, you know, I mean just give him a call. We all know each other. All the gays. I, it,
0: it's funny because actually <laughs> I've Shake read Shake the gay phone tree. <laughs> I've read like ten times that people were like basically like begging this dude to be like, You you do it. Like it's been brought to him so many times for him to develop it. So it'd be amazing. But also I did hear that um what's the uh name from the lady who the lady who Eileen Eileen Shaken? Yeah, she had it too. So I she do a great job too. And um who plays Bet? Uh yeah, yeah yeah. Her, her and Eileen <laughs> Jennifer Beals. yep they had the script they were in charge of her so they would do a great job too yeah so either sure. either one I mean oh, if they work together brilliant so mm. well, anyway who's your crush
1: my crush is Mindy Kaling
0: Ah. Oh. Brilliant crush.
1: Brilliant. brilliant. Crush. I love her. So she has this show that she writes and created on Netflix called Never Have I Ever. There's two seasons.
0: I've heard so much about it. Like it's a younger show, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. I, lo- it's I love, I love like, those. Though.
1: Yeah. Like high school age. I love those shows. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, it is so good. It is like so good on so many levels like I watched it the other night and I was laughing and I was crying I mean all of the things like and I'm not a crier so but I mean this this show is really excellent and even though yeah I mean I'm not a teenager I can still really relate to listen I all of that teen (laughs) angst you know
0: Love teenager stuff. Like I <laughs> I watch it. It's I still I, you know the shows I rotate through. Vampire Diaries, Gossip Girl, Wonder Oh, no. I know.
1: I saw a meme the other day that said something like, uh, the last the last show you watched is Now Your Life or something like that. And I was like, okay, Nicole would be One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill, a million
0: percent. Um, and yeah, all of these shows and Pretty Little Liars, they're all high school. They're all, they're all in their 30s, but pretending to be in high school. Which would be
1: really awful if you think about it. Like, if really 40-year-old Nicole was thrown into a high school.
0: <laughs> I feel like I could do it. I think you could do it. I feel like I could do it. It's 50-year-old Nicole. Yeah actually i think i'm
1: 65. uh well i'm the one who was born in 1930.
0: i'm 65. i'd be like do you do you ever remember never been kissed when <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> drew Barrymore? i watched that movie the other day too i love her yikes Yikes! <laughs> and she comes into in that white outfit hello fellow kids <laughs> and sits with them
1: i can see you doing it's, it i can, totally can it, absolutely yeah. see it yeah you'd fit it right in <sighs> You shipped them and all the yeets.
0: Yeets and chips. Ships and eats. That's <laughs> our name of our new podcast. God. Ships and eats. <laughs> all right. That um, would actually
1: be kind of a fun, like, ships foodie foodie podcast. Ships and yeets. Eets. What would that have to do with food? Yeets. You you just take on Y-E-A-T-S. With ships, then. What would it do
0: with ships? It'd be about, like, yeats on ships, food by like food? the m- marina. <laughs> or food on the cruise ship. There you go. Ships and yeats. <laughs> okay, well if we ever take a cruise, we're gonna do a special episode called Ships and Yeats. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Um do social medias. How about that? Okay. okay. Uh Facebook Queerdos. At Queerdos on Facebook.
1: yeah okay. At queerd podcasts. Podcast on on Instagram.
0: Instagram. Um yeah rate review subscribe write us a letter yeah. love you you're the best love you bye bye see you next tuesday through friday I had every single day co-start Fucking insults me hmm my astrology app <laughs> every single day it's like it says things one day try not to apologize for your existence Every single day, it says, like, the fucking harshest thing. One day it was like, this is terrible. Everything's always been terrible. It's probably going to stay terrible. <laughs> Starting again. Okay. Okay. I everything. Why is this so <laughs> hard? this is this hard. Oh, my God. This is the hardest episode we've ever filmed. Ever. Like, ever. I was
1: like, we're going to knock this out so fast. It's not going to be a problem at all. <gasps>